Hey, thanks for listening to Athlete on Fire. Scott Jones, your host, and I'm going solo today. There's a lot of stuff going on, and I felt it would be a great time to share a lot of this stuff with you guys in the outdoors world, in the adventure world, uh, in your personal lives, uh, things that are going on in the United States right now, weather-wise that are kind of crazy. I'm going to talk about some workouts that you might be able to to check out if you are stuck indoors, if you're a runner, endurance athlete, or if you just want to get, get after it and have some new ideas. Uh, there's some tragedy out there in the world of rock climbing. Someone uh, who's very integral to the world of climbing has passed away, who happens to be from my home state. He was born uh, like 30 minutes away from where I was born in West Virginia, and I did not know that until recently. I knew he was from West Virginia, but I didn't know he was from Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So we'll talk about him a little bit, a couple cool stories that are out there, and then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to it to interviewing some, some amazing athletes, which I'll be doing next week for sure. Athlete on Fire is all about bridging the gap between amazing athletes, everyone else, and you can learn more about what we are doing at athleteonfire.com. Check out some of our other projects. If you're an ultra runner or if you ever wanted to be, you should check out becomingultra.com. And if you're in the health and fitness world, we have just launched a new project. I've partnered up with a buddy who is in the world of health and fitness out in South Carolina, and we started a project called Free the Trainer. And you can go to freethetrainer.com. The website is up. There's uh, hardly any content besides the podcast, but uh, we'll be adding stuff as we go. And sometimes when we start a project like this, um, or when I start a project like this, I think it's kind of cool to just let people know it's there. It's there. It's not It's not pretty. It's not going to knock your socks off just, just yet, but there's some cool things coming. So you can see the evolution of what one of these projects looks like. So go over there, check it out. It's pretty cool. Uh, if you want to be able to find out how we're growing over there, just click on that little grow tab and throw your email in and We'll, we'll be primarily using that to give people marketing and training tips to grow and sustain their, their fitness business specifically. So pretty cool. Uh, so uh, where should we start? Well, let's start with this. Uh, two years ago, I flew back to the east coast of the states to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I've, I drove down to see my dad, who was a couple hours away. He had just been off of... Uh, major heart surgery that November, so four months earlier, and uh, he had not gotten out of the house. My dad's a really social guy. He's a really active guy, but he had heart surgery, and right after the heart surgery, he had to go on dialysis because his heart wasn't strong enough to help with the flushing out of waste product in his body, so my mom was doing dialysis. Actually, at this point, my mom was not doing dialysis on my dad. He was going into a clinic every day. Every day? Eh, I think it was every other day, but don't quote me on that. Um, Either every day or every other day. Anyway, a lot. Often, he was going in. And uh, and it would be a four or five hour stay. He'd do his dialysis. He'd come back, and the dialysis, uh, man, it was just it was kicking his butt. He's cramping up like crazy. Not he wasn't completely used to it like he would be a year later. But anyway, I went back. I, I planned this trip out. Got a hold of some college buddies that I played with, played ball with in college, and uh, we went up to Pitt, Pittsburgh. And the first round of March Madness, the, the NCAA tournament that happens. Every single year was going on, so we got tickets to the first round. I had planned it out, got the hotel, got the tickets for everybody, and then everybody paid me back, and it was just, uh, we were going to go up there and hang out. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if my dad knew all my buddies were coming or not. Maybe that was a surprise. Anyway, he gets pit, and uh, the dialysis the day before had gone a little, little weird, so he had to go, go in two days in a row because they didn't take off enough fluid. So we were going to go to a facility in downtown Pittsburgh, so me and my dad get up the first day we were there at like four in the morning. We go to this inner city dialysis center, and it was way more diverse than the one he'd been to the out uh, in the country. So it was just really cool. Everybody was really 
for their situation fairly upbeat. Uh, so I was hanging out, talking a bit. I took a nap in the in the waiting room because they don't let you go back because of the bacteria and the chance for germs and all that stuff. So I hung out there, and then we go back, and uh, my friends are there, and we're about to go to the first games. And the first games are like 2 in the afternoon. And uh, my dad starts cramping, because a lot of times you cramp up after these dialysis because they're taking lots of fluids off, and it affects your chemistry. So uh, <clears throat> he's cramping up like no bus- nobody's business, man. And, uh, you know, I feel bad for him because he's hurting pretty bad. So uh, cramping up, cramping up, and we decide to go to this to the game. We're there for... I don't know, half hour, and he's cramping up so bad that he needs to go back. So I walk him back, and then I go back out to the games for us the evening, and then we all come back. My friends were just amazing. Like, they all knew that he needed people around. And uh, we all kind of leave early, and we go back and we play cards. And uh, and we watch the games in the room, and then we go for a little bit the next day. But that becomes the, the weekend so that he can relax a little bit more and recover. And my friends did that for two days, and we go out to meals, and it's, um, I don't know, it was a really special time for me looking back since I since I lost him here a few months ago. And yesterday, I took the shirt. So when we were out there, I took the shirt that my dad <clears throat> actually me and my buddy, my one of my buddies bought it for him. I didn't even think to do, to do this. It was just really cool. So we bought a shirt for my dad that had the year and all the teams that were on it. And then we all signed it and said we all wore shirts that said kidney for coach because we we're trying to find a kidney for him at the time. And my dad wore a shirt that said coach. So, you know, you got six guys wearing a shirt that says kidney for coach and then my dad wearing a shirt that says coach. It was just really cool. So, <clears throat> cool time in my life. Uh, fast forward to a couple months ago. I was back in West Virginia, and we were going through my dad's clothes uh, for the first time. And it was, um, I didn't think it would be tough at all. And then my mom pulls out these two shirts, and I just freaking lose it because <laughs> the memories just flooded back. And uh, So I was like, okay, I'm keeping those. I didn't keep much stuff, but I'm keeping those shirts. So a couple days ago, me and my sons went to a little hobby shop, and we got a shadow box, and I pinned up the shirt that my buddy bought, and we all signed and I put it on my wall next to my dad's picture and uh, the shirt with the coach. I cut it out and made a little thing of it as well. I'll put it on the show notes. You can see what it looks like. Um, but, yeah, so, man, today's just been weird. I've been thinking about that trip, like, nonstop and how cool it was that he he uh, he sucked it up, man. That was an endurance event for him for sure. His pace was slow, but he had a smile on his face the whole time. Even the last night. We were there for three nights. The last night, the guys uh, were at a little sports bar after the last round of the games, and uh, somebody bought a shot of whiskey for everybody. And I looked at, it, I was like, "Ain't no, I'm not drinking that shot. That looks disgusting." And it was warm and all this stuff, so I, I gave it back to somebody. But even my dad partook. I was the only one that didn't partake in the shot, and uh, it was just pretty cool. My dad is a trooper. Was a trooper. All right, before I start crying on a solo show here. Um, that's what's going on in the States for the next couple weeks. The reason I said that is before I started recording this, I was so tempted to go sit there and watch, start watching some basketball because I work from home a lot of the day. And I said, cannot turn this on. I will not get back to work. But they always do these numbers every year, like loss loss of uh, wages or loss economy from March Madness is $2.6 billion in 2016, whatever, because people watch the games all day long. So they, they take the hourly and do some crazy numbers on it anyway interesting stuff so i filled out a bracket me and my wife always fill out a bracket every year and uh she does it by colors i do it by actual knowledge and she usually wins a massage or something (laughs) silly like that for me so hopefully this year i can beat her so that's me that's that's some of my life so some things are going on man so shout out to one of the listeners 
Um, Devin, I won't say your last name. He has a little boy who is, uh, hopefully he's in post-op right now, but he suffered from an atrial septal defect, which is how I understand it was basically a hole in his heart in the septum. And a little four-year-old had to go in and, and get it fixed up. So if you pray, pray for him. If you think, think, think about him. Uh, if you don't believe in praying or thinking, uh, I don't know what you can do, <laughs> but be positive in your thoughts for Devin and his little four-year-old because it's got to be tough. So Devin, if you're listening, man, I hope everything's okay uh, with uh, with your little boy, little Dominic over there. Uh, all right. So this is something that happens uh, in the United States specifically, in the northern parts of the state. March comes. You're getting back into your running uh, routine and you're excited about it and then the crazy spring weather comes so the northeast just got absolutely pounded with snow and cold and you know I work with people that are up in the area that are runners and they're bummed out they're stuck inside they're not happy that they can they can, you know that they can't get outside anymore um they run into a they run into a wall so to speak as far as what they can do they feel like they've lost uh not motivation, but uh, momentum as far as their training is concerned. And it's just, you know, not knowing what you can do or what you should do while you're in your own place is, is important. So so I always give unique workouts to people for insight. So here's one that I gave the other day. And you can do with this what you will. But this is your rainy, snowy day. Get after it. So just joking around. Three sets of this for it to even count. Four sets to be a little mini beast and five sets for full on beast. Okay. If you do one or two, you still matter, I guess, a little bit to the world. But we're going to do this five, we'll say five times. That's, that's where I would start. Jumping jacks or jump rope, you're going to do it for a minute. Go to mountain climbers for a minute. Go to push-ups to failure, as many as you can do without stopping. You're going to do 50 lunges. You're going to plank for a minute. You're going to do step-ups on 18 to 24 inches, one minute per leg. Sit-ups, you're going to do 25, and then you're going to do 50 flutter kicks per leg. Uh, go through that bad boy five times. I'll post it on the show notes, but I think that's a reasonable a reasonable workout. You're gonna sweat your butt off. You're gonna be burned all over the place, and uh, you're not gonna care if it's snowing outside anymore. So there's a good one. Uh, snow workout. Being brave enough to share your goals. So this happened. Uh, you know, every once in a while, we just want to be more real, and whether it's publicly or with ourselves. You know, being real with yourself is just being honest with yourself. Whether it's from a, a nutritional standpoint, an effort, or an activity standpoint with your work. Until you really address the situation that you're not happy with, do you rarely see change? So creating a way to um, present your perceived shortcomings to a public forum, whether it's online or whether it's to someone that you don't know, a professional, once you take that step, you're, you're all in. And uh, that, that's just been happening more and more with some of the groups that I've created on Facebook and some of the things that we've been doing business-wise, when you get that accountability from other people and you actually stare yourself in the face and say, okay, this is what I want to change. That's when really good things happen. And it's just been coming up more and more lately, and I thought it was pretty interesting, so I I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, All right, last thing that's in the world of outdoors, just really quick. Royal Robbins, who was born on February 3rd, 1935, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, which is where my great-grandfather used to live, 30 minutes from where my grandparents still live, um... Just pretty cool. He uh, he went on to find, found a, a clothing company for the outdoors world. He uh, 
helped with the growth of the sport back in the day, especially back in Yosemite. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch Valley Uprising, but it's a pretty cool documentary about the Yosemite Valley and, and what it took to to make that place what it is now as far as climbing is concerned and some of uh, the people that really started that movement. And he was one of those guys. He was a purist in, in every sense of the word, and uh, he even came around in his thinking to what it me- meant to be a really good climber. But, um, you know, not a shout-out, nothing like that, but people who do amazing things, I think, uh, need to be remembered in a hundred different ways. So at the very least, if you want to learn more about this guy, Mr. Royal Robbins, go check out that movie, Valley Uprising. It's on Netflix. It's really cool. I was watching it with my boys. They were loving it. And then came... The one part where it was only all they talked about was sex, drugs, and uh, dropping f bombs, and that's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. But I thought for my five year old, eh, maybe we'll wait and explain what uh, hard drugs is when he's a little bit older, so he didn't have to ask all those questions. So I was just basically being a wimp. Anyway, cool stuff. So we had Royal Robins. We have workouts for when it's getting cold out. We've got uh, being brave enough to to um, share your goals with others when you're ready to take big steps, and. Uh, just me over here in Colorado remembering my my dad who's an amazing man in and of of himself so hope you guys wherever you are having a great day great week got a lot of people over overseas listening always thinking about you guys uh some of my 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 most loyal fans and followers are over there Craig thank you I know you're listening and uh to the rest of you guys you know I am and you are and everyone's an athlete you just gotta apply yourself every once in a while let me know how I can help out be honored to appreciate it